Hello, and welcome to this week's virtual in-studio. My name is Maddie Erskine, local music director here at KCSU, and I am so excited to introduce you all to the Denver-based band Black and White Motion Picture, who joined me on Zoom earlier this week to talk about their music. First, let's kick off this in-studio with their song, Retro Heartbreak.
You just heard Retro Heartbreak by Black and White Motion Picture right here on 90.5 KCSU. I'm so thankful to have had the opportunity to chat with the band about their formation back in 2018 and their newer self-titled album. So first, if everyone could just say their name, pronouns, and what they play in the band so listeners can associate a person to each voice. Uh, I guess I'll go first then. My name is Josh. I'm uh, he, him. I'm the lead singer and guitar player. And that's it. (laughs) Uh, I'm Tony. Uh, He, him. Uh, I also play guitar. Uh, I'm Andy. Uh, He, him. I play bass. Kind of latecomer to the band, but... Awesome. Well, that leads into my next question. My first question, I guess, but you formed as a band back in 2018. How did the band come together and what inspired you all to play in this louder rock-like genre? Uh, I think we just kind of, as far as the genre goes, I think we just kind of go with whatever. I don't think we're like, hey, let's sound like this. Mm -hmm. Kind of just Things just kind of come out the way they come out. But uh, yeah, as far as how we started playing, me and Tony have been playing together for years. And uh, we had a band that kind of dissolved before this one. And uh, one morning we were playing and we were playing Gay Bar by Electric Six. And like later that night, I knew I was going to meet Bart, our drummer. So I was just like, hey, I know this drummer. I haven't seen him in like 10 years. Let me see if I can convince him to come play drums with us. So like that night I met him and then me and Bart got talking about Gay Bar of all songs. And I told him that me and Tony were playing it. And he's like, hey, do you guys need a drummer? I'm like, funny, you should ask. And that's how that started rolling. Yeah, you know, I don't think we, we approach our music with like, okay, we have to sound like this. We have to utilize these elements. I mm-hmm. don't really do that. I think we all just kind of come from a different background and kind of contribute something a little different. And I don't know, I guess what you hear is just the culmination of all those things. Yeah, definitely. Do you have some specific artists that have helped inspire you? Sure. Uh, you know, we all love Nirvana course you know but of course like mm-hmm. you know things like black sabbath or uh, our drummer bart he has a background in like punk and ska so of course he loves like madness and that mm-hmm. sort of stuff yeah we pull a lot from like indie rock like i'm huge into like interpool and mm-hmm. stuff like that and i love deftones and incubus as well so yeah just kind of a melting pot of just randomness and andy's all over the board oh yeah i am uh i mean i'd say paul mccartney is probably my favorite bassist uh Draw a lot of influence from him. Phil Lesh for Grateful Dead is another one. Uh, yeah, a lot of indie rock uh, influences like Spoon and. Mm, I think earlier like, keyboard player put it best. It was like Interpool and Foo Fighters had a baby, and that's like what we sound yeah. like. We've been, I don't know, we've been told we sound like the Foo Fighters a lot, and like none of us are specifically Foo Fighters fans. We like them, but like we're not yeah. for that. <laughs> I've I'll never purchased that. a Foo Fighters album. <laughs> So I love their singles, though. Yeah. Fair, fair. Yeah. So what is the meaning behind the name Black and White Motion Picture? Is there a specific reason you chose that? I do not it's know. Not. It's not. It's because it was open, so we took it. It wasn't taken. So we kept finding okay. band names, you know, and it'd be like, oh, no, it's a small band in New Hampshire. They already took it, yep. you know, and so, like, we'd find something else. We all loved it. We'd look it up and, like, nope, it's in use already. So we finally landed on something that wasn't in use. <laughs> Yeah, I wish there was a deeper meaning. Totally fair. It really is like, well, that sounds cool and it's open. Here we go. (laughs) Yep. And I think it is like, honestly, a pretty good name for your band too, just because it's kind of easy, you know, it's easy to remember. You do like that wide variety of kind of genres and just that big influence and how your songs kind of sound different. So it's almost like movie-like almost, you know? Sure. Interesting. Right? (laughs) 
Yeah. Like um, so, like, what it. is your songwriting? That's the best explanation. <laughs> what is your? I've heard. <laughs> yeah, I wish we made that up. <laughs> that's what that's what i kind of thought of i was like oh i mean like they're you know have like this these different songs about different things i guess you could like listen to it and like you think you're in a movie like a black and white movie you know <laughs> sure yeah yeah it kind of <laughs> nice. jumps from like yeah, subject well, to subject too like old black and white movies kind of did <laughs> well now you have a reason for your band name <laughs> thank you True. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> so what is your songwriting process like? Uh, well, I'm the primary songwriter. And for me, it's like usually I'll have my guitar while watching TV and I'll just be dinking around on my guitar. I'm like, oh, that's a cool riff. And then either I'll just start writing the whole song there and everyone will kind of add to it later or I'll come up with a cool riff and then bring it to practice. And then, you know, we'll kind of build around that like rx like that one kind of poured out in one night just on one riff that i had and it just kind of exploded out of us and so i mean that was like one of the coolest experiences as a band i think that we've had but yeah tony also writes songs his process is a little bit different than mine though well i'm actually kind of proud to say like you know none of our songs were written the same way where i feel like mm -hmm. everyone is like slightly different or uh shut off the world i had like a riff in mind and i had like the chords for the chorus not much else. I brought it to the band and they kind of completed it all, you know, like, uh, it's kind of awesome. Um, all of our songs are kind of together a little differently. Yeah, that's really cool. And just that collaboration too is just always really fun. I think that takes it to like another that's level. Yeah, my personal view is like, you know, I could write every part, but it's all just kind of sound bland. I think when everybody adds their own thing to it, it makes it just come alive and flavorful. That's how you hear all these different influences all at once. I say I could never write anything as good as the band produces as a whole. I, I, we, I could never do that. Well, I think it's time to get back to some music. Next up is RX by Black and White Motion Picture right here on 90.5 KCSU.
Welcome back to this week's virtual in-studio. You just heard RX by Black and White Motion Picture, who were kind enough to join me on Zoom earlier this week to chat about their music. So you released your first album during the pandemic after not being able to play shows. How did these circumstances affect the record? Well, it made it easier because there wasn't shows to play. So we just focused on practicing the songs and then going up and recording them. So that made it quite easy. But as far as the after release part of it, it's been kind of bittersweet. It's like, yeah, we got it. This is awesome. But now it's like, oh, now we're not playing shows. So we can't really promote it all that much. Yeah, I don't know. There was a time when our calendar was just full of live shows. It was pretty awesome, but we didn't have a lot of time to write. We were playing shows and practicing and playing shows and practicing and like, we were very busy. It was great, but I think the pandemic forced us to record something. I don't think, I don't know, it had to happen this way. I, but uh, I don't know. I think it forced us to write music and focus on recording and we did. Yeah, like now that there still aren't really shows where like we've been writing more songs and now we're like talking about, okay, are we going to do like an EP? Are we going to make another album? Like we have like a lot of material just kind of coming out right now just because we can't play shows. I think that's a good thing in a way though. Well, yeah. And the material we've been writing, I'm, you know, I'm sure every artist says this, but it's super strong. I think it's the best stuff we've made. So yeah, I think it's going to blow like our first record out of the, out of the water. That's exciting. Yeah, I think this time, as much as it sucks, it has really fostered some creativity. Sure. Mm-hmm. I agree, but it's also, like, sucked for some bands. Like, I, I don't know, there's, like, three bands that I knew just from playing shows with. They're all like, broken up now just because of it, and that's just, yep. it just sucks that it's taken away as much as it's, you know, it's not really giving as much as it's taking away, I guess. Yeah, it's kind of taken from the Denver. Yeah, no, totally. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's... A very unfortunate situation, and I know that we all really miss live shows, and just kind of speaking of that, I, my next question is just like, what are some of your mem- favorite memories from your past live shows? I'd say uh, the first one that we played at Lost Lake, that was like probably one of my favorites, just I haven't been on stage in forever. I've been on stage with other bands, but not with this band, and that was just really fun, and then mm-hmm. at Herman's uh, last January before this all really hit, we had a crazy we're not crazy big we had a decent sized crowd and that was just really fun played with uh stay gypsy and a senorita sometime and yeah that was just a really fun show you know yeah we played the uh, denver art society yeah those bands are great by the way um we've played the denver art society a couple times i have very fond memories of doing that uh last february we played uh, the velvet room that was an awesome show Uh, i had a lot of fun that was a good one well, the Valley Room doesn't even exist anymore. That was like one of five shows they had, and it seemed like a little promising venue in Boulder, and now it's just gone. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah I got claimed. Andy, what do you say? You ain't saying much. Oh, my my favorite was definitely, um, yeah, my favorite was definitely that uh, that first Friday show where I was playing. I think bef- before Black and White in my previous band. And I was kind of coexisting in this band, and uh, but bef- like before that, I was like with the with the old band. I I led like a cover of uh, Rebel Rebel by David Bowie, and that was just one of my favorite moments of of my playing career. <laughs> That's super and, fun. Uh, and then yeah, then finished off by playing a set with Black and White, and so it was a great uh, great night. Yeah, that was a huge crowd. Yeah. I remember that night. That was fun. It was awesome. Yeah, I think it's definitely something we are all 
missing quite a bit. <laughs> so hopefully it comes back you soon. Know, I hope so. I'm sad we couldn't like come up to the studio tonight and like perform, you know? Yep. Yeah, that would have been fun. Yeah, exactly. Even with like this, it's like we have such strict COVID restrictions, which are fully reasonable, especially because we are a small station. I mean, that room is pretty small. Sure. Um, so it's just like one of those situations where it's like, we can't even get people six feet away in this room. So how are we <laughs> supposed to do it? You can't, you know, someday. Yeah. And to remodel. Someday. That's it. Remo right? Just like take down. <laughs> I think we should just expand and take over the entire basement. They don't, Let's no do one it. else needs anything down here. Just, just Rocky Mountain student media. <laughs> then we can do it. Out. Just say we're yeah. there for like a interview and then we'll bring our guitars that are shaped like sledgehammers. <laughs> you know, no big deal. <laughs> yep. Expansion time. I'm excited about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess my last question for you really is just what effect do you hope your music has on listeners and fans? Uh, I like the, the notion that it kind of helps them with their lives because you know, for me, I like, I feel depressed a lot. So listening to the Deftones made me feel not so alone because you feel like somebody feels the same way. So I was hoping some people kind of draw that <laughs> out of that too. But also, you know, just musically like, oh my God, these guys are, I'm hoping they say talented, but I don't know. And they're like, oh, I want to be like these guys. I hope people listen to it and have an emotional response. Exactly what Josh said. You know, I really do hope that someone listens to it and it means something to them. You know, we put a lot of time and energy and heart into these songs and I really do hope it means something. Well, on that beautiful note, it is time to wrap up this virtual in studio. Coming up is 3 a.m. by Black and White Motion Picture right here on 90.5 KCSU. <laughs> It's 2 a.m. and I can't sleep The silence is so deafening
Like the way that the others dream Washed out details and blurry faces And pale gray filling up those spaces You just heard 3AM by Black and White Motion Picture. My name is Maddie Erskine, local music director here at KCSU, and if you missed any of this virtual in-studio or want to hear the band chat about their music again, this episode will be up on kcsufm.com this Wednesday. Thank you all so much for tuning in to 90.5 KCSU Fort Collins.